you got to try new stuff, and don't get me wrong, I feel like I let my clan down and I hated life after I attacked. But at the end of the day, it's it's figuring out what makes me better, what's going to get me to that next level. And that's one thing he's, he said, you know, don't be afraid to fail. You, the only way to get better is to put yourself in that situation. It's the Clash Welcome back, everybody. This is Rancid Meat here with the Clash Files podcast. Uh, I'm following up on my special series of Becoming a Town Hall 10, and we've made it to the final interview in my barbecue series here. We're with uh, Dirty Pirate today. How you doing? Doing great, Rancid. Thanks for having me on, bud. Hey, no problem. Enjoy the show. No problem at all, man. I've... uh, thought I'd tap into some of the knowledge that you've got and uh, let everybody get another taste of DP and how nice of a guy you really are and how helpful you can be. You uh, <laughs> were just on uh, the Clash cast not too re- long ago, so it was nice to hear you on. I know you've been on with Scotty once before, so you got a little podcast experience, but uh, why don't you tell us just a brief little bit about yourself? Uh, maybe start with some of the personal info that isn't Clash-related. Um, and, uh, maybe you can tell us just a little bit about where you are as you are a max 10. So, well, I, uh, I live in the South, uh, and I, and I play clash, but other than that, I'm an avid football fan. Like college football is, I'm a nut for. That's the only thing that really can take me away from clash is that my family and work, of course, but I just try to squeeze it in and I'm addicted just like everybody. I, I never thought I'd be addicted to a video game like I am on this one, but. It is what it is, you know. You, if I have a great attack, I'm on cloud nine. If I have a, a crappy attack, I'm down in the dumps for the rest of the day. So I try to attack it in the evening time. That way, I can sleep it off. <laughs> so, how but, did you uh, come up with the nick of Dirty Pirate? Well, you know, I've always been a fisherman. I used to fish all the time, and uh, and me and my buddy would always go out on the boat, and we, you know, we'd get, you know, have a few too many cocktails and, and beers on the boat while we were fishing. And uh, it just kind of came about. We called each other Dirty Pirates, and uh, and if, uh, it just—I call—I don't know. It just kind of one of those nicknames that just kind of came about. And then next thing I know, I've made it my game name, and kind of followed me on since then. Cool. Now, how long have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing since May of 2013. I think that's what it was. When last time I checked, I think it was May of 2013. It's a little I've over been two years a good now. While. Yeah, I've been playing. I started off like anybody, just kind of off and on, and uh, then I, after about three months, I got really hooked. You know, grind started, and and you know was in the family clans and the, the friend clans and just little random clans, just trying to move up, and try to figure this game out, and really didn't learn a whole lot. And uh, that I guess that was my biggest thing. I wish I would have jumped into like the K family before so i would actually knew something about the game because you know i'm sitting there maxing out my defenses and my heroes were just you know crap so made the game a lot tougher as i as i progressed in the game because i i was every time i ward i'm stuck facing all these big guys and my heroes were just crap it all worked its way out and you know eventually i now i've got 40 40 heroes and i don't have anything to complain about (laughs) no not at all (laughs) (laughs) yeah have you finished your walls and stuff? I am uh, currently, I got about 50% of my lavas done. Maybe 45 or 50%. I don't know the actual count on them. But 
pretty close to about halfway done with my lavas. I'd like to, and I've got two, two zaps. So that's that's my only thing I'm really working on. I don't, I can't upgrade anything else. So it's just grind and trying to get my walls done. Okay, so when did you go to Town Hall Ten? What were your heroes at at that point? When I went to Town Hall Ten, they were probably. I, you know, I hate to even say this, but they were probably about somewhere between 12 and 15 um, each, somewhere right around there. I, I don't know exactly. I don't know if you remember or not, but when I was on Scotty's show, I kind of skipped over Town Hall 9 altogether. It's like I was in a clan with my brother and his friends, and I made it to 9, and you know, I was there for maybe a month and a half or two months in upgrading and stuff, and I was like, the hell with this? I want Inferno Towers. Not knowing any better, you know. And that was just the dumbest thing I could have ever done, but I did it. And from that point on, I was digging a digging a hole. So, But it, what I'm saying is eventually you'll get out of that hole. But for a while, it's going to suck. Yeah, it, it can be a lot harder with those lower heroes. But a lot of you old-timers, that's the way that you went, you know. Uh, I think it's, we just and, didn't know any better, you know. Yeah, well, true. I mean, nobody was out there putting the information out in a, in a widespread manner that, like this, at least. I went to Town Hall 10 before Clan Wars even existed. So it wasn't like, you know, at that point in the game, it wasn't that big a deal. You were just trying to protect your loot, too. So it really wasn't an issue. But when Clan Wars started, then you really noticed you were behind an eight ball. Okay. So that brings me to my next question. What type of a player are you? Are you more of a farmer Warrior, I mean, I, I got to assume that you're more into war now just because you're maxed and you don't really need to I've farm anything. I've always but. been in war. Like, to be honest with you, I've never been into farming. Um, I did it just, you know, because I had to. But I've always, me, I live and die by my war attacks. You know, if I have a, a great war, like I said, I'm on cloud nine. If I have a, a real crappy war, it's the end of the world for me. I feel like I just let my clan down and let everybody around me down and I know, I know, I guess I shouldn't feel that way because it's just a game, but you build these relationships and friendships with everybody, and, and you know everybody wants to win. You don't want to be that guy that, you know, you lose by one star. It's like, uh, sorry, guys, that was, that was my star. I should have had that. <laughs> so, I don't know. I guess I hold it, hold it too high, but it is what it is. So, what are the attack styles that you were using when you first came to Town Hall 10? I guess I learned Go Wipe probably pretty early and, and messed around with Go Wipe and Go Wee Wee and you know, your standard stuff you can find on the internet. All the all the fancy attacks, I never was any good at. you know. But I, I never liked using the P.E.K.K.A.s because I was like, oh, I don't want to be some Go Wiper, so I'm going to use Valks. So I started using Valks before they got real popular. Good so for I'd you. Run, I'd run like four or five Golems and a bunch of Valks and and wizards and that was kind of my go-to attack and it was consistent you know i'd get two stars pretty solid but every now and then a one star but it was it was pretty consistent now i'm really trying to venture out and get better at the game i'm trying for three star attacks you know whether it be witches attacks or or you know queen walks now i will say my queen walk is a lot different than anybody else's because i use a queen walk and then i run a four golem behind her I, it's a, still a ground attack because i just suck at air i try air and I just, one day so, i'll conquer that beast you're you're putting the queen down and letting her walk around and then using the golems to come in behind her into the core of the base 
Kind of. I'll let her walk around half the base if I can. It all depends on the base layout. But if I can get her to, you know, cover that a half of the base, I'll start the golems on the other side of the base. Where by the time they get to the center of the base, usually with my king and the and a couple pekkas or a pekka and the valk or whatever I'm running in there, they can get to the core and usually get that core hollowed out. And then the queen who has those healers on her, and then she can just pick the pieces up. I've I've had a few uh, three stars in the wild that way, and I've had one in war. So it does work. It's just a matter of, is it the best way? No. But is it the dirty pirate way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it the way I'm the best with? Yes. I can. I feel very confident in that attack. But it's not for everybody. I just... I love watching all these real nice fancy attacks with the loons and the, you know, when they do the queen walks and the lava hounds, those things look awesome when they're done. I just can't get it to work. I'm just not, I just can't spread them out. And I, I don't know if it's just I haven't worked hard enough or what, but eventually I'll get there. Yeah, you and me both. My air deployment really is pretty bad. I've only had one successful three start as a nine with uh, using loons in the back end. I'm even right. worse with hogs. Uh, holy cow, that went bad. But uh, yeah, I I gotta keep working on my queen walk because I see it's something that's it's really it, useful on the right bases. Since the update, when she just you know she'll just hug the hug the wall and work her way down. It's awesome if you know how to use it. It's awesome. Um, gotta watch yourself if you start getting hit by more than you know three or more defenses. You gonna tank fast, you know. Try to yeah. work it where she can, where she's only getting hit by two defenses at a time. With that, are you taking any heal spells for the healers or for the the heroes when they're going in? No, I usually run a standard uh, one uh, one freeze, uh, three jumps, and uh, one rage, okay. and then a poison, a poison to get you know if it's a you know a pig dog or lava hound in the CC, I'll drop that on the whenever it busts poison there but in the wild you're lucky because most of the time it's just archers and wizards or whatever they have the hard parts in war because usually war you're dealing with a level five dragon or a a pig dog yeah yeah you're dealing with something that's meant to defend well as opposed to just to kind of take up space and keep barch from getting into the core (laughs) right so as a max 10 your troops are maxed out as well correct Yep, yep. Every, everything I've got is maxed other than walls. Okay, so what troops did you start with when you were a 10? Well, I've never been a huge hogger. Um, and then once you go up against Infernos, hogging kind of is relevant. It's just tough to do. I'm, I've seen people do it, but not a, it's not an easy raid. Never, I mean, I I used to do, uh, you know, the quad dog with four lava hounds and uh, the rest uh, loons. That was, you know, that's kind of when I went to champs for the first time. That's what I used to get up there. But I was, that's spamming your loons. I don't consider that air because I could always do that. I could spam it. But in order to get these three-star attacks nowadays in war, you can't get away with it, you know? Yeah, I think that uh, with the the high end attacks now, it's looking like um, pushing is a help to get you the the two stars, but it's not really what's 
going to be success. I mean, if you're just pushing for trophies itself, I don't know if it's going to be successful in helping you get the three stars. It's going to get you a lot of deployment practice, but sure. when Scotty was talking to you recently about, or just your, your play style in prepping for war, um, when you were guys were on with uh, the clash cast, you're going out in the wild and just doing your war attacks, not worrying about anything yeah, I else. Don't, I don't care about anything else. Like I'll pick, I'll pick the certain bases and we use Clash Caller, so I call my bases because I don't want anybody to sneak in there and take it. And literally, I'll, I'll take that base layout, and I'll look at it and try to find it in the wild. And I don't care how many times I have to next, I'll just look for that, that base. And it might not be exact, but it's the same principle. That's what I'm looking for. And when I find that base, it might be two cups. And I'm like, well, oh well. you know, Or it might be you know, 10,000 gold and 20,000 elixir and 1,000 dark. But normally I wouldn't go after that. But I don't care. I'm just trying to I'm trying to train. I, I look at it, you know, like Rocky Balboa trying to train for his fight, you know, and that's what I do. And I, on prep day, that's what I do all day long. Uh, no, that, that Hopefully I have a good war. Yeah, definitely. That seems like just an awesome attitude to, to take to each one of your war attacks. I hope everybody appreciates it. Uh, so DP, how many accounts do you have? I've got two, but honestly, I would consider myself just one. I mean, I've got another one called Blackbeard. I think I've got him in L2 right now, but honestly, it's the account I play with with my kids. I let them kind of run it and started out as a defenseless account, but my kids kind of took over. Next thing I know, I got like 10 defenses on it. So it's just one of those fun accounts I play with them and try to teach them a little bit and we goof off with, um, but I'm not real serious with it. One day I'm going to pick it up and turn it into something, but that ain't it. Okay. So going through with the, the troops that you've done and you now that you, since you do have a mini there, when you hit town hall 10 with that account, what, what is there anything that you'd do different or what would you do different? Uh, well, I think what I would do is just focus on offense, first and foremost, just troops and heroes. Like, I would max your troops and heroes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't care about defenses whatsoever. Like, if they ever do release Town Hall 11, I will, go, I will be the first one in L to go there. But I can promise you there won't be one defense, new defense I put on that map. It's going to be one of those 10.5s where I max out whatever offenses they give me, I'm going to max those out, and then I'll worry about my defenses. Okay. Just because because I know it's going to make me more of a solid player for war, and uh, that's all I care about. So, since you've been kind of playing the game a while, um, how do you feel about the dark spell factory? The introduction of that and the ones that have come in. Are you using I, dark spells, or are you still sticking with kind of old school? Honestly, uh, when it first came out, I was really excited about it, and and I like the you know I like the poison to take care of the little troops and. Uh, the quake is in a league of its own. It's a great spell, but I find myself, it's hard to beat triple jump. I just, it really is for ground attacks. A triple jump will usually, you know, nine out of 10 times get you that two stars and then, and then some, um, but, and cause you've quakes, you have to run four quakes to get through, to break up that area. But then you're still limited. You might have hollowed out that core, but you're still limited on trying to, to get on the other side of the base. You know, you're you probably it's, you're going to get in there, but you can't go anywhere else. 
Yeah. That's yeah, where I, the triple I, jump comes in the hand. I, that's what I'm finding is that if the Quake was one spell cheaper, I think it would go a lot farther. Because then your triple jump, I can open, open up two big holes. In right. The same spell expenditure, but... Uh, that's one thing that, uh, when Guns Up arrived in L, he, he was working with me a lot on that and teach me the triple jump. And I was like, man, how do you only take one freeze in there? And I was like, this guy's nuts. Uh, sorry, I forget if you, I'm allowed to cuss on here or not. Sorry if I'm not. That, that's okay. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway he's nuts. Uh, uh, he's only bringing one freeze. But I've learned if you, if timing's right and you have enough, um, you know, Beef that you're going into the core with, you only need one freeze, you know. And usually you're using that on like a, a single inferno because that single inferno can pair up a, a king. Uh, the triple jumps just really been helping me out a lot, and uh, and spreads your, you know, especially if you're running a queen on the side and you're you're taking all those defenses and, and buildings out, then you run a triple jump with the your beef of the army like four golems and. Uh, and one or two Pekkas in there. Um, I forget exactly what. One Pekka in the CC. Not, and then Valks and some Wizards, something like that. But it, that can kind of get to the core. That can hollow out that core. And then you're you're able to, hopefully your queen's not dead. As long as those healers on that queen, you're, you're golden, you know. You, I can, I've been getting really high percentage two stars when I do two star. Now I'm going up against max bases, so it, it definitely works. Not the consistent three stars, but I, I'm determined to make it uh, a consistent three star. Well, I'd say that if you're getting even a 75% success rate with an attack strategy on a max 10, you're doing darn good. When I run that attack, and, it, and granted, it works on certain bases. You know, it's it's not like it's going to work on every base. But when on a certain base, if I find the right one, you know, I'm I pretty much I can guarantee seventy to eighty percent on a two star, and then with an option for three star. You know, you always have that option if it just goes perfect. But, yeah, but it's it's unlike some of the other three star strategies where it's basically a one star or a three star. This one is you're getting a two star, and you have an option for three. You know, you you still got that option hanging over there, so it, it definitely helps out. So when you when are you using your your last spell the rage is that when you get to the core? Yeah, I pretty much I drop that rage right when I get some some of the beef into the core. When I say beef, I mean like the the king or the or a pekka. That's when I'm dropping that rage. I want something to go ahead and give me that give me that town hall. That's my my main concern. Then I just hope everything else kind of falls into place. Okay. I, I wouldn't consider myself the you know the know-it-all. I'm I'm like the the blue-collar player guy. I just I'm not the smartest in the game, and I'm nowhere near the best. I just love the game, and I just I find out what works for me. It might not work for everybody else, but it works for me. And that's just that's how I run it. So, if you were a new ten now, how would you be approaching the game? New ten now, same thing as if I was a new ten or eleven. All heroes and all uh, troops. Go the 9.5? I would do the 9.5 thing until I maxed everything out. I wouldn't put a defense on the map. But some people disagree with that. Some people, you know, it's all what you want. I think I would be more of an asset to my clan as being a 
beast attacker with max troops, um, then having max defenses, troops are kind of iffy, and then you're getting matched up with really tough competitions, and I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. Okay. To each well, their own. Definitely, yeah. It's, uh, I'm kind of still debating on the 9.5 or maybe go with uh, what Scotty's doing right now. He said that uh, when he puts a hero level on, he, he works on a defense then and does a hero level, does a well, defense. You have 30-30 30, 30 heroes now, don't you? Yeah, well, 30-31. Yeah, so I mean, you've got high enough heroes where you're going to be able to play with the big boys. I think I would not recommend putting up defenses until your heroes were at least 30-30. Now, if you're at thirty thirty heroes, you can afford to put some defenses up there. But okay, but when you come in like I did at you know probably thirteen or fourteen heroes, it just doesn't make any sense because you're just putting yourself into a higher tax bracket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So because your heroes were pretty low when you first started level ten, how did you upgrade them? Well, I, I've worked my tail off for the most part, but I will admit, you know, when I when I reached about the thirty mark, and probably, you know, I would I would gym occasionally, but when I got to both of them were about thirty, I I went ahead and, you know, I I would gym one level, then I'd work my, uh, I'd work D, and then I'd do it right, and then I'd gym another level and work my D. So I was basically getting a two for one deal on my heroes. Okay, because I, I didn't want to gym straight up there, but I'd you know I'd work my tail off for the DE and upgrade one, but then I'd go ahead and oh, I'm gonna gym one more level, so I get two for one every time I upgrade. So I moved okay. up real fast. Were you doing your queen first and then catching the king up, or even Steven along with the two? Mm, it was pretty even, Steven. I I kind of did that five that rule of five when the the king got the twenty five, I get the queen to 30 and then when both of them were at 30 i get the king uh, queen to 35 and i think my king was at 33 and i took the queen to 40 though if i remember correctly once i got the king past 30 i went ahead and took the queen straight to 40 i just went with her because i knew she was more of an asset king's great too in his own right but the queen it's hard to do anything without a without the queen okay so with that thought in mind do you think 40-40 heroes are enough? I honestly think they'll probably come out with level 45 or 50 heroes on the next Town Hall update, whether that's coming out this year or next year. I mean, I've been speculating it for two years now. Uh, True. But, I mean, I really think they'll they'll add more, more strength because with more defenses, sure, they're going to have to up the heroes. With... With Town Hall 10s, though, yeah, I think I think everything is matched perfect. You know, you don't want a game you're so where you can three star every base all the time. I mean, that that me, I'd get bored with it. Okay, so you uh, you it, figure that the balance is right there? I think the, it's pretty close. There's there's some attack strategies that feel you know a little op, and but at the same time, they're they might be op, but I still can't get three stars every time. If I could get three stars anytime, why am I playing the game? You know. True, true. I'd get bored with it. So one of the subjects that I wanted to talk to you about is uh, what you've been learning in the last little while. Um, if you want to go into who's been teaching you, I can, I'll just start off by saying that you've been under the tutelage of uh, a, a really knowledgeable 
uh, warrior from yeah, one of the top yeah. clans. I everybody in L, you know, I feel like I just try to just play the game how I see it, and I just take a little bit of everybody. You know, if I see something that's working for somebody, you know, Big Fry's making a lot of great attacks lately, and he's almost to forty forty heroes. He's at like forty thirty eight or something like that. Wow! And he's been he, you know, he comes up with some really great attacks. Um, but you know, Guns Up came to the house of L and been an Ice Ice baby and a few others. Uh, some of those big time, you know, Town Hall Ten War Clans, and just some of the stuff he does, I'm just I'm blown away by. And he really breaks it down with me, and, and he'll chat with me about it, and he's helped me out a lot, you know, showing me the different, you know, different attack strategies of what I could do better. And like I said, I I was playing with the Earthquake a lot, but he introduced me to that triple jump with a, a freeze, and now I don't know anything but that. It just seems like that's my go to attack for about anything that triple jump is and that's just been beneficial in itself. But, uh, yeah, he just, he's opened my mind up a lot and I've learned a lot from a lot of people, but definitely kind of pushed me to get to that three star point. You know, don't be satisfied with, you know, getting your two stars everywhere. Test yourself. You know, you got, if you got a max base, max heroes, max troops, go for the max. Yeah. Don't be satisfied with just that two stars. Cause you know, Make that three star. Talk about feeling good. You know, I've only had one three star in war, and you know, I'm not like I said. I'm not saying I'm the best. I never, never have said I'm the best. But when you get that three star in war, I'm telling you, you know, it's time to make a cocktail, and I'm doing a little dance in my living room. Um, so it makes you feel good, and that's that's what I like. Yeah, that sense of achievement that uh, you don't really get very is. often. And I get them in the wild, and yeah, you feel great after getting in the wild, but deep down you're like, okay, well, how would I do with a real CC in there? Or how would I do if you know if it wasn't all archers that ran out of that CC, or there wasn't a expo down, or whatever the case may be that you got that three-star in the wild? And uh, and that's when war comes in. So when you do it in war, that's to me, that that means something. In the wild is great, and but I look at the wild as just training sessions. Yeah, it's like taking the skin off the ball at the batting cage. It's one thing, but if you can do it at the game. Exactly. That's when it counts. That's <laughs> yes. when it counts. And like I said, I'm coming off two. My, I've been really consistent lately in war. I'm just solid two stars, high percentage. You know, I had a three star about three wars ago, three or four wars ago. Been real consistent. And then I come in there and just got double zeros, man. I mean, both attacks, zero stars. So if that tells you anything, you know, it, it is what it is. But I, I tried two things out a little outside my comfort range. Didn't work out. So next Show, war, it just that, shows that, that you're like everybody else, DP, and that uh, you can try and, and fail and pick yourself back up again. That's yeah. right. You know, trust me, I, I hated life. If it wasn't opening day of football season, college football I watched last night, I probably would have been a lot more depressed, but at least I had my other buddies around, and we were drinking beer and watching football all night. Hell, Good maybe that was my problem. <laughs> maybe that's why I didn't do so hot. So as being a longtime player, you've seen a few new troops and things like that. You've been playing on uh, at least half a year longer than I have. So what do you think has been the best troop that they've added to the game? I think every troop you've introduced has a purpose and a reason why it's introduced to the game. You know, no matter if you're a farmer or in war, 
every troop does something in its own way. I mean, it's all finding out what kind of attacks you like to do and utilizing that troop the way it needs to be utilized, you know? If you need to run some giants out as a distraction while you get, you know, wizards, you know, cleaning up or or your hogs hopping the fence while that I mean it's all using your troops the way they're meant to be used. That's the whole system. I don't think there's one troop that's better than the other. I I'm I'm a golem guy. I love my golems, you know, I'd probably everybody ask who who would I marry? I'd marry that golem because that golem saved my butt so many times. <laughs> but at the same time, uh, th- I think you know, there's witch attacks. I've seen witches go crazy, and witches are awesome. Now, to me, I love watching those kind of attacks. But are they the best troop? I don't know. I just I think every every has a purpose. I don't know if that's the answer you wanted or not. But no, no, it's, there is no right answer as far as I'm concerned. It's just uh, kind of curious. Hey, which of the the troop nerfs do you think hurt you the most? Well. I guess, you know, I was kind of mad. I was just getting into hogs whenever they nerfed the hogs, or so they say they nerfed the hogs. Or, or I think there's a little controversy whether it was they really nerfed the hogs or the, the double giant bombs start really messing with them. But I I don't know, maybe that one. I haven't really noticed any nerfs. Because um, back when I heard they nerfed the heroes, I had, like, crap heroes anyway you know it, it anything to me and when you had like i think when they nerfed the heroes i had like 15 15 or something like that. something like that so i didn't notice it as well. now if i would have saw the nerf when i had 40 40 i'd probably be asking for money back or something is Other there that, is there a troop that you'd like to see improved or maybe uh, something else that you think could be a great addition to the game at Town Hall 11, or if they bring in a Town Hall 11, is there something that uh, we could... What troop would I you think, like to see them them add a little bit of beef to? I think you'll see the wizards. I mean, not wizards, but uh, witches definitely will increase. And with a Town Hall 11, they're probably going to give you another wall, so they're probably going to give you the, another level of wall breakers. You know, barbs and archers, they're making you pay more money for them now, so... Who knows they might give you another level of those. Um, but I'd like to see a new troop. I mean, it's just the excitement of the game just to have something new to play with. But I don't know what it'd be. And Supercell does a great job. As much as we bitch and moan about everything, so really does a good job because we're all sitting here still playing it after two or three years, you know? Okay, and we so all that, got addicted to that I don't know how, but we did. <laughs> that leads me to a question here. Um, what would keep you playing... For another two and a half years. I think what what Supercell has done with Clash of Clans is that whole chat. You know, the friendships I've built on here, as bad as that says, these are the people you hang out with all the time. You know, I mean, I talk to as much as I log in and play and ask for troops and donate troops. And these, are the, these turn into, like, real-life friends. And that's I think that's the advantage of it. That's what keeps me coming. So, DP, when did you upgrade your bombs and things like that? Uh, all my traps. You know, I've, I've worked on my Teslas, but I really didn't upgrade my bombs and my, my little bombs uh, till towards the end. Um, I remember, and Scotty talks about it all, this, all the time, but I remember being like fifth or sixth in, the, in our war map uh, or war rank 
for war and uh and I upgraded like all my little bombs at one time and remember jumping up like two spots above everybody. And next thing I know I'm like in second or third place um when I was like six. So I waited probably to you know, it was probably six months ago and did that. Okay. Seven months ago. Time starts flying by where I don't realize how long I've actually been playing. Definitely, yeah, it really does. And as since I'm new to Town Hall 10 and uh, I'm still debating the, the 9.5 route, if I was to start my defenses, what would you suggest? It, drop the new ones or work on the old ones? I would work on your Archer Towers, Teslas, Wizards, or probably first and foremost, Town Hall 10. Um, maybe your air defenses, too. Your air defenses would go in that, that lump. But I'd save the cannons to last. Uh, and I wouldn't put the Inferno Towers on that base until until you got max heroes. Or That's me. That's how I would do it. Or, okay. I'd, make, I, or I'd do it you know, whenever you get 35, 35 heroes. Okay. I would just make sure your your offenses are covered because as soon as you take those expos to the final stage and put those inferno towers on there, your war weight's just going to shoot skyrocket. You know? Yeah, that's kind of what I've been looking at: is do I want to drop the heavy ones and and shoot up or just slowly climb? I've been taking a look at my war weight since before I was a nine and and through now I've done all my bombs to town hall nine level. One of the giant bombs is Town Hall 10, and my weight hasn't changed. I've added one level on my hero, and it hasn't gone up. I'm still a 76, and I've dropped uh, a little bit more HP with the extra mine, pump, and drill. And in talking to a few people in the last couple of days about this, I'm wondering if upgrading my air blower is going to add much weight. It's a cheap, easy upgrade to keep things busy for a little while. And the other one I was thinking about, um, Uda was telling me, is the Teslas. They don't yep. weigh heavy, but they really do a lot of damage they do when a you lot get them up to eight. They would definitely be something I would do first. Teslas and, uh, and Archer Towers. Archer Towers, you think about it, they hit ground, they hit air. They're just good all-around defenses to have at the highest level. And that would be my what I would work first and foremost, probably both of those in, in ADs because you want to keep those loons occupied. Probably it, without any Inferno Towers on your base, people are going to start looning you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you, you're going to want some max air defense on that base. Okay. Well, you've answered a lot of questions here and you've given me a lot to think about and I hope you've given everybody else. It's uh, really nice to have you on and DP, I got one final question for you. That's not really clash related. It's a little in depth. <laughs> right. So I'll only give you the one. All right, go for it. All right. So if you were stranded on a desert Island and if you had to pick one of the following items from each category, to kind of sustain you and keep you entertained, which ones would you choose? First, just one, right? Just one of each of these three categories. First, beer, liquor, and mix, or wine? Beer. Out of those three, I, I'm a beer guy. I mean, I enjoy a, a nice stiff drink every now and then, but definitely a beer guy. Okay. Beef jerky, 
barbecue, which I've been educated recently is the pork slow cooked, that kind of thing, not a barbecue as I know it, which is just grilling some steaks. Okay, so we've got beef jerky, your your slow cooked par- pork barbecue, or fish tacos. Man, now, I would definitely say beef jerky. Like if I had an abundance of that. In fact, I just made some. I love making boiled peanuts, and I love making beef jerky. So, in fact, I got some some London broil in the freezer just for that, so I can slice it thin and lay it on my dehydrator. And I, that's my favorite like snacks right there: beef jerky and boiled peanuts. So. With football season here, uh, that's what I do a lot. You know, I, I make my beef jerky, I make my boiled peanuts, and I have my beer, and that's where I am on Saturdays all day. Okay, and that leads me to my third question: Is as company, would you prefer or entertainment? Let's call it. We don't actually have to call it company, but as entertainment, would you prefer? A 48666 computer with a 9600 baud modem connected to a BBS that cannot send you help. So I'm still on this island, right? You're stuck on this island no matter what, but you have the ability to communicate with people yeah, and how learn the hell are you things. Plug it in then. It, it's just this magical stranded <laughs> island that exists here. <laughs> okay, so we have uh, electrical outlets. Okay, yes, yes, we have yeah. power. Okay, would you choose that? Would you choose an Atari 2600 or would you choose a bikini model that can never learn to speak English? Damn, I would definitely say, first I want to say I'm very happily married and I love my wife, but if I'm on a desert island with nothing else, I'd probably pick the bikini model even though she couldn't take speak English. Excellent. <laughs> Well, there's no retribution because you are stuck and can't be found. You can't. Nobody yeah, can can't send you found, help. So, so your wife is just going to have to. You know, she'll move on. I'm I'm sure that that she loves you very much and be devastated by it. But she would hope that you would move on, the, wouldn't she? Okay, it's super. As long as that stays between you and me, man. Nobody's going to hear this, right? No, not at all. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Nobody's listening, man. Yeah, man. Oh. Dirty Pirate, this has been just a, an awesome time here. I'm so glad that you were able to make it and help me out and get this recording out. And no, it's hopefully, I, I hope that we're helping out a few other people that are maybe making this transition from Town Hall 9 to Town Hall 10 and finishing up. Uh, DP, how would people get a hold of you? Uh, you can Twitter me at Pirate Dirty. It would have been Dirty Pirate, but evidently that was taken. So it's at Pirate Dirty find me and group me you can find me online um or just come visit l i'm in the house l so always come by and say hi excellent and do you have anybody that you want to shout out say hi to uh i i shout out all of house l and uh and mailman and and uh phantom warlord those are two of my favorite people in the world in this game and both of them have semi-retired they they both are lurking i'm sure but uh, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what brings them back to the game. Well, if either of them are looking for a change, I've got room in K2 to have some semi-retiree people that just want to lurk and maybe. you got the old folks club over there. Or <laughs> As you get retired, you just go to. <laughs> We've got, we'll start a, a nursing home clan. <laughs> Everybody's 29. Exactly. Exactly. But man, I really appreciate it, Ranson. You, uh, 
you and Matt and Coop and Halligan, y'all all do a really good job. And uh, like I said, I love all the podcasts. I, I, it's got to the point where I can't even pick my favorite anymore because each one's great at certain things. So y'all are doing a fantastic job, and I, I love listening every week. So keep it up. Well, thanks very much, man. We all really appreciate it. All the support that everybody gives us, uh, we're we're just really happy to be doing it, and and that everybody is enjoying the the good time that we have too. So for uh, the Clash Files, I'm Rancid Meat. I'm going to wrap up my series here on uh, going to Town Hall 10. This has been a lot of fun with uh, a few different individuals from uh, the Kent family and from closely related here with Dirty Pirate. Uh, if you have any questions or if you have any uh, qu- concerns or anything you want to bring up, you can always reach us at hosts at the Clash Files. And uh, feel free to tweet me. I'm R-A-N-C-1-D-M-3-A-T on Twitter. Uh, always feel free to send me a comment and uh, let me know what you think. Y'all have yourself a great day and young. Visit us at www.theclashfiles.com. Follow us on Twitter at The Clash Files. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher Radio, or subscribe to the RSS feed on our website. If you have questions or comments, please tweet us or email us at hosts at theclashfiles.com. Be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. The Clash Files is Natalia, R. Cooper, Katie, Rancid Meat, and Halligan. The show is edited and produced by Rancid Meat. Our musical director is Jezza. Jamie does all our graphic design. See you next week. Rancid too. It's the Clash Files. It's an epic win. It's the Clash Files. They give a piece of shot again.
Whoa, whoa, clashes out there. 